Okay, now, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to First Timeless Podcast, episode of 2018. Let's go. New year, baby. Time to kick some ass. Now, I think, first off, hopefully everybody had a great holiday season. Uh, hope you took some time to set some goals for the year. Um, this is going to be the year of the PR. PR, if you don't know, means personal record. Year of the PR, I think, for all of us, for everybody. You know, it's every new year is an opportunity to kick ass and take names, and this this is going to be no different. Uh, year of the PR, that's what we're calling it. So let's just get right to it, you know. So what, what do most people do during the first of the year? What, what's, what's their, what do most people do? You know, they make New Year's resolutions, right? Now, if you're listening to this, you know, you, you're invested in yourself, you're taking your personal development seriously, you're not like most people. But what do most people do, right? They make a New Year's resolution. And I, well, what do most what happens with most New Year's resolutions? They fail, right? I mean, you know, anybody who goes to a gym, a commercial gym, knows how friggin' busy it is at the beginning of the year, right? They know how busy it is at the beginning of the year. It's like, oh my God. Everybody's here. You know, they made their New Year's resolution to lose 10 pounds and get in the gym more, take charge of their whatever. And then what happens by February 1st? Or what happens by, you know, the middle of January? Half the people are gone. Then what happens by the end of February? The other, the rest of the resolutionaries are gone. And so why is that? Well, I, two main things. Right. And I read, you know, something like 92% of New Year's resolutions fail by, I think, the middle of January, something like that. I don't know how they're measuring that, but for the purpose of what we're talking about, it's a good, uh, it's a good kind of statistic or whatever to, to jump off at. So, now, now, why? What what goes wrong? Now, certainly, it's a lack of discipline that's involved. Uh, that that's certainly a huge part of it. We're not going to talk about that part of it today. But the other is a lack of patience. They, ex you know, I think people, when they set a New Year's resolution, they have an unrealistic expectation of how long it's going to take for them to reach it, whatever it is, whether it's a fitness goal or a business goal or a personal life goal, family goal, whatever it is. They, they make they have an unrealistic unrealistic expectation of how long it's going to take. So when it doesn't happen in 2 weeks or a month, 
they just they're like, oh, okay, it's never going to happen. It's you know whatever. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not going to go forward with it, which is a lack of patience. You're giving up weight if you don't get your. If you have a goal to lose ten pounds and you don't get there in a month. Why, why are you going to stop and go back to eating pizza and ice cream and drinking beer every night? Is that what you're going to do because you didn't do it in a month? I mean, that's very obviously when you say that out loud, it's very short sighted. But that's a lot of a problem that a lot of people have. It's a lack of patience. One lack of discipline, which, like I said, we're not going to talk about. The other reason resolutions are failing, lack of patience. You're not giving, you're not giving it enough time. Simple, simple as that. So, and, and this, now this concept, this concept of lack of patience can be applied to everything. Now, Let's let's one make a distinction between a resolution and a goal. A resolution is just, you know, you're saying, "Oh, I'm going to do x y or z." And you know, I'm going to start doing it on x date. That's a resolution. Write a new year's resolution. I'm going to start going to the gym more first of the year. A goal is something different. A goal is something concrete. To say, you know, I'm going to, not just I'm going to go work out more, right? I'm A goal is I'm going to, I'm going to do a half marathon at some point this year. Or I'm going to bench press 300 pounds or whatever it is. That's a goal. And the reason it's easy to give up on a resolution is because it's not concrete. You're just saying, I'm going to do this more. And... It's easy to give up on because you can, if it's not written down, if it's not concrete, then it's easy to give up on because you can, you can afford to have a, have no patience. If it's a resolution, if it doesn't, if it's not concrete, it doesn't really matter. You can afford to, well, you can't afford, but you can, you know, it's easy to not have patience when you don't have a concrete goal in mind. So that's why I don't talk about, I don't think it's good to write New Year's resolutions. I think it's good to write goals that you want to accomplish for the year because then you can have work, work towards them and employ patience, keyword, that's what today's episode is about, towards reaching those. Because if your resolution fails, quote unquote, within the first two weeks, you know, it's, it's almost like, eh, my resolution failed, whatever. But if you have a goal, you will employ patience and work until you reach it. Okay. So quick story personal story. So I, like countless others, what, uh, this is a few years back, uh, before I really started to do concrete goal setting at the beginning of the year, 
But, you know, I wanted to, you know, put on, like any, like a lot of Americans, you know, put on some weight over the holidays. Uh, you know, and that's something that I, you know, battled my, my entire life. But, uh, put on some weight over the holidays, like anyone, want to lose it, right? So, what do, what do I do? I go on a diet, first of the year. And first week's going, you know, went great. I, you know, weighed myself weekly, you know, first week, you know, you're cutting out all the crap, everything goes well. Uh, you know, you drop a little, drop some weight quickly, like, you know, I think it was something like seven, ten pounds, something like that. Which when, you know, you're a bigger guy and you have more to lose, it's easier to do. So some, some in that range, right? And I'm like, I'm fired up, you know, I'm like, oh, this is awesome, man, I'm just killing it. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep dropping this, this extra holiday poundage, like, like dropping them like flies, right? So the second week goes by and beginning of the third week, I go to weigh myself and it was only one pound less than the previous week. And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like what the hell? You know, first week went so well, I was killing it, um, you know, kicking ass and taking names, like, let's go. And then second week, it's like, well, what the hell went wrong? I did the same, I was doing the same things, at least I think, but, but it didn't work. Like, like what's going on? And that's a lot of time what happens, you know, people see a lot of progress right away, then, you know that progress might slow a little bit and then you get discouraged and you want to, you're like, what the hell? So then I'm, you know, scrolling through my, one of my social feeds, whatever it was. And I come across a post, inspirational quote, you know, people love to post inspirational quotes on social media. So I see this and it says, this has become one of my all-time, all-time favorite quotes. I'm a big quotes guy. This has become one of my all-time favorites. And it said, the two greatest warriors are patience and time. There is no overnight success. Now, I'm not sure who that is attributed to. I can't even remember who posted it. But, I mean, when I saw that, after, you know, seeing great progress in the first week, very little progress in the second week. I mean, that just, it hit like a, I'm just like a punch in the face. Like, like what I needed at that exact time was to see that line. And it's, it's really true, you know, that your two greatest warriors are patience and, and time. And there is no overnight success. If, and this doesn't just apply to new year's resolutions or, or goals, it applies to everything, you know, anything long-term, you know, if you want to build something great, something spectacular, it's, it's going to take some time, you know, especially if you want to, you know, if, if you got say 60 pounds to lose, just to bring it back to the diet, cause that's always a popular thing around this time of year. If you got that much weight to lose, you know, Sure, you could drop it quickly, but listen, you're not, you're, you're trying to change your lifestyle. You're not going to erase years of bad habits in two weeks. You know, like it's just, that's just, 
not going to happen. But over time, you can, with patience and work, deadly combination, you can build whatever it is that you want. And look, there is no such thing as an overnight success, okay? I I know that's a term that's very, you know... It's a, it's it's attention grabbing, right? You see so and so overnight success, but that just look, it just doesn't exist. It's overnight in the sense that if someone says someone's an overnight success, it's overnight in the sense that you know maybe yesterday you never heard of them, but I guarantee that that YouTube sensation, whoever it might be, I'm just creating a random example here, that YouTube sensation who, you know put out a a video of them singing and is now a superstar, you know, they're not an overnight success. Their video might be, you know, might blow up and you might look at them and say, oh, I never heard of that person before. They can really sing. Wow, they're an overnight success. No, they're not. They've probably been singing and working at that since they were six years old. You know, you might be seeing the the culmination of you know 15 20 years of practice and honing a craft to get them to that point that's not overnight 20 I, may, maybe you can call them an overnight success but before that you got to put there a 20 year overnight success put that in there then you see how stupid that sounds. There's the 20, 20 year overnight success. That doesn't make sense. So look, no such thing as an overnight success. Patience and time are going to be your two best friends in whatever you, you want to do. Now, some, some people might achieve something very quickly, you know, and they may have to be patient for less than, than someone else. But don't worry about somebody else. Don't get discouraged if someone else gets to where you want to be before you. In, you know, they might just have gotten there faster. What difference does it make if you get there, get to the same point? So employ that patience. Ingrain that in your mindset. Now, I'm not saying just sit back and wait for it to happen. That's not what patience means. Patience means not getting down and not getting discouraged when things don't happen right away. Okay? Big difference. There's a big difference between between patience and patience is not being lazy. It's not like I just said before. It's not sitting back and waiting for something to happen. It's having a mindset of I'm going to put in the work and Regardless of how long it takes, I'm going to get to where I want to go. That's patience, being persistent and keeping after it when things aren't going your way and understanding that, listen, you know, if say if you want, you're trying to build a, a, a brand on, on Instagram or some other social media and you, you keep posting, you know, you put out a post and it, it might get, it gets two likes your first one. And for the first month, you're doing it. You never get more than five or 10 likes. 
and you're like, what the hell's going on? You know, I, I want to get a hundred thousand likes or a million likes, like, you know, like the rocks posts. Why can't that happen? Well, that doesn't mean you stop doing what you're doing because you're not getting the likes you want. Patience means you are, you keep putting out content, you keep putting out your stuff, and then eventually people start, may start paying attention to you. And, you know, along the way, if it, you know, you're figuring out what works, what doesn't work, but lack of patience is what's going to kill your dream of building something. That and obviously lack of, you know, work. If you're not doing anything, you're not going to get anywhere. But a lot of the re times the reason that people will quit or drop something is because they, they want it too soon. And when it doesn't happen right away, they get discouraged. They think they suck. They think, what the hell? And they, and they stop doing it. You know, any, any good thing that's worthwhile takes time. You know, that, that there's that old adage, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And that's true. If you're going to create an empire and whatever it is, it's probably not going to be to the scale of what the Roman empire was back in the day. But if you're going to build an empire, it, that's going to take time. Social media empire, that's going to take time. It's not going to happen, you know, right away. I mean, it might for some people. I'm sure there are examples. But for, for most people, especially if you're not a, you know, a celebrity, if you're not famous already, you know, you're, you're not going to build a following in two seconds. You know, it's going to take time. And, and one of the reasons I, I love listening to uh, Gary Vee so much is because he preaches that. He, he preaches patience, among other things. I mean, he's everything he puts out a ton of great stuff about about everything but i love his mindset and and patience is a key so if you're not i know he's huge but if you're not following gary v go listen to his stuff there's tons of free content out there that he puts out that you know and he's been doing this a lot longer than i have and a lot of other people too so the guy knows what he's talking about so go check him out so uh plug for somebody else aside. And I don't know Gary, um, but I think he's an awesome guy. And I love how he preaches patience. And I remember watching a video of his where he's talking to a kid and the kid says, or he's telling a kid who I think had his own YouTube channel to not worry about how many followers or likes he has or views or something like that. And, you know, the point being that, that people lose on channels like that because they worry too much they're impatient with how big their follower count is or the, how much their likes are like and that's why they lose because then they they quit because they're not getting the recognition that they want fast enough so what he's saying is listen don't worry about how much people pay attention to you right away have patience that will come you know, focus on putting in the work and putting out good content. So you, you've got to have, you've got to have that mindset of just patience, 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 and putting in work. Obviously those, those two are going to work together, but you can't get discouraged when something doesn't happen right away. You know, it's everything, everything is going to take you longer than than you think it's going to, okay?
So, like I said, everything will probably take longer than you think it will. It takes time to build stuff. And, you know, Rome's, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's going to take time to build your empire. So have, have patience. Have the patience to know that, you know, you're playing a long game, right? The marathon is not over in the first 100 yards. You're playing a long game. Have some, have some patience. Hit the ground running. And, and just keep going because it, it, in my opinion, as long as you get to where you're going, where, where you want to go when you reach your goal, because this is about you. This is about your personal goals, your personal plan, your personal whatever, not somebody else's. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to where you want to go. If you get there, you get to where you want to go, you get to the top, whatever your mountaintop is, you get there. And I mean, who cares if it takes you five years or 10 or 20? What difference does it make? You got there and you probably learned a lot and built an unbelievable foundation along the way. So have some patience. You know, so Walmart, right, is the biggest retailer in the world, well, brick and mortar anyway, I don't know who's, between them and Amazon, I don't know who's number one, but, it's probably Amazon right now, but that's not the point, Walmart, huge, right, one of the biggest companies in the world, Sam Walton opened his first, now the first true Walmart, when he was 44 years old, he had his other smaller I can't remember exactly what he called him, his nickel and dime stores in Arkansas, uh, the smaller ones when he was younger. But the first true Walmart was opened at, at 44, and now it's a behemoth, right? So think about that. If you're, if you're 25 and you haven't built what you want yet, Think about that. The first true Walmart was opened by Sam Walton. Now, not his first store. He had had other, his smaller stores before that. But the first true Walmart was opened when Sam Walton was 44. I'm not sure what year that was. But think about that. If you're 25, dude, have some patience. You got a long way to go. You got plenty of time to accomplish what you want to do. You just got to, you know... As Jocko says, you got to get after it. Um, Vince Lombardi. Yes. Right now, I'm going to my obligatory sports reference because what would be an episode of the Timeless Podcast without a sports reference? I, I don't know if we could have one. So, here we go. Vince Lombardi. One of the greatest coaches in NFL history, if not the greatest, depending on who you ask. Super Bowl trophies, named the Lombardi Trophy. You know, Vince Lombardi was, you know, synonymous in the, in the early days of the, or in the 60s, you know, back when he was leading the Packers to glory, synonymous with greatness and discipline and competitive greatness. Vince Lombardi became a head coach at 46 years old, been in the coaching game a long time, a long, long time before before he became a head coach 
And, and if there's a great biography, it's called When Pride Still Mattered uh, by Dave Moranis. Uh, it's long, but if you like long biographies, check it out. It's a fantastic book. And, you know, there were times Lombardi talked, he, he wondered if he would ever get an opportunity to be a head coach and run his own football team. But it finally came at 46, and he certainly made the most of it. But that's, you know, I mean, if you if you don't get to where, you know, it's it's easy to look at if when you're 25 and say, if you're not going to get to where you want to go to 46 to say, oh, well, I'm going to go find something else to do. But if you really want it that bad, if it's really important, you will have the patience to get there. Because, I mean, look, what difference if you become a head coach at 35 or 46? What does it matter? You became a head coach, and you can accomplish greatness in that time. You can accomplish what you want to do. It's just it's going to take time. Things take time. We're going to go with a lot of uh, some coaching examples today, a lot of coaching examples. So we just talked about Vince Lombardi becoming a head coach at 46. And now the Super Bowl trophy is named after him. He won the first two Super Bowls, won five overall titles. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Right? Bill Walsh, another of the greatest, considered the greatest coaches of all time. Built the San Francisco 49ers into a, a dynasty in the 80s. Went... You want to know what his record was in his first season? Two and fourteen. First season with the San Francisco 49ers. Two and fourteen. Now today, because largely we live in an impatient world, I mean, we'd probably be calling for him to be fired after a two and fourteen season, right? Second year went six and ten. Again, there's nothing special about that. That's Sub 500, that's probably going to get you into the top 10 in the draft if you're in the NFL. So first two years, 2-14 and 14 and then 6-10. and 10. That's nothing special. Now what happened in the third year? The third year, they won the Super Bowl. And then that started their dynastic if you will, run of greatness in the NFL. But they didn't win the Super Bowl in his first year. They were 2-14. and 14. Most people would say that that record sucked. But patience in the process, if you will, and knowing that they were building to something and that it wasn't going to happen overnight, Bill Walsh created his system, his culture, his mode of operation. And in the third year, won a Super Bowl. And again, and they went on to win multiple Super Bowls and became one of the greatest coaches of all time. Last coaching example. I'm sure there's many more that I could go into, but Tom Landry, famous coach of the Dallas Cowboys, walking around the sideline with the suit and the fedora. I, I mean, an iconic, 
an iconic figure. Tom Landry had a losing record in his first five seasons. Think about that. Losing record in his first five seasons. Nowadays, he absolutely would have been fired. But he had a losing record in his first five seasons. In his sixth season, he was 500. Okay, again, nothing special. But then after that, that's when patience started to pay off. So after having a losing record in his first five seasons and going 500 in his sixth, he had 20, that's right, 20 straight winning seasons with two Super Bowl titles in there. 20 straight winning seasons, which still to this day, I know Bill Belichick and the Patriots are closing in on that, but to this day is the longest streak of uh, consecutive winning seasons. But he didn't, I mean... By, by any, you know, stretch of the, not stretch of the imagination, but any way of looking at it, I mean, he was, he did nothing in his first five seasons. It was a failure. Five straight losing seasons? What are you doing? 500 in your sixth season? Okay, so you're average. Boom. His patience, the Cowboys' patience as an organization, Landry's patience, the players, of working to what, towards what they were building, even though it was hard those first six seasons, paid off as a team. 20 straight winning seasons, two Super Bowls. Legendary, right? Patience, you want to be legendary? You're going to have to have patience. There's just, there's just no way around it. No way around it. You're going to have to have patience. Legends aren't made in a day. You know, if you want to build something that's everlasting, because if you remember from the Sandlot, heroes get remembered, but legends never die. If you want to be legendary, you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be patient. If you want to create something worthwhile and everlasting, sure. You're going to have to put in the work, but patience is key. Whoever said patience was a virtue is, they were right. It's a key component of success because it's not going to go your way every time. You're going to have to have, you know, patience is a form of resilience as long as you're putting in the work. You know, you, you, you have to understand it's not going to happen overnight. There's no overnight success. You're going to have to build something over time. You're probably going to fail. You're going to have to, you're going to get knocked down. You're going to get back up. Be patient. If it doesn't happen right away, that's okay. Maybe, you know, learn what, remember, we either win or we learn, right? Figure out why it's not working. Be patient. Put in the work. What you want is going to come. Remember, the two greatest warriors are patience and time. Now let's go out and make this year. First podcast of 2018. Year of the PR. Going to be the best year ever. Like like Conor McGregor said, every year is my year. Every year is our year. Let's go make this the best year ever. But if it doesn't happen right away, have some patience. It's going to come. Don't worry. All right. That's all we got for today. Thank you for listening. I love you all. If you like the show, 
uh, please leave, subscribe on iTunes, leave a five-star review if you like it. Um, let's see if we can get this thing on the, uh, on the charts. And if you want to connect with me on social media, Instagram, best place to do it, I am at read underscore Ebersol, R-E-I-D underscore E-B-E-R-S-O-L-E. Hit me up on there. Any questions, comments, concerns, things you like, things you need help with, whatever. Connect with me on there. And let's kick ass and take names in 2018. You're the PR. Let's get it. We'll talk to you next time.